What's up? What's happening? What's going on? Welcome, one. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Liquor Talk Podcast. I'm your man, Victor, and I want to tell everybody happy 2021, if I haven't told you that so far. Joining me today, holding it down out of Maryland, she is the host of the Erica With a C Podcast. It's Erica. How are you doing today? Hey, how you doing? Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on, Vic. Hey, everybody. Um, thank you for having me on your podcast, by the way. We had a great discussion. Absolutely. That, um, that was that was a very fun and enlightening discussion, y'all. <laughs> if you haven't heard that podcast, by the way, go ahead and play it. Uh, go ahead and play it. That was a really good episode, by the mm-hmm. way. So, and also, congrats to you on getting another job. You know what I'm saying? 2021 is already starting off big time for you already. So congratulations to you, you as well. So, so. How, how's everything been going for you since we last talked? Um, it's been pretty good. Um, just working and I've been on break from my day job for a little bit. So I'll be seeing the kids tomorrow. But other than that, just been planning. I've been working on like batch recording and I'm actually writing a graphic novel. So I'm trying to like submit that this year. So it's just a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> this oh, wow. oh, wow. <laughs> so what's the graphic novel going to be about? Um, so there's four superheroes and I have, oh, I so so. I also have a mentoring program called Black Girls Fight Back. It's based in D.C. And um, it's kind of on Kuwait or whatever right now. But it'll be starting back up soon. And it's kind of stemming from that. So I focus more on, like, to prevent rape and molestation in the Black community because it's so many things that, you know, we don't talk about or something that rugs. So I want to have those in-depth discussions. I also, you know, have a self-defense class I teach you know, during the program, self-love, self-care. So all the tools that a young Black girl would need to survive in this world that doesn't always love her. Wow, that's real. That's definitely something we need in the Black community. So what inspires you to start doing these things? Um, I think with me, I'm always the like, oh, if something's going on, I don't want to tell a thousand people. Like a lot of people will be like, oh, this is going on. Okay, so you about to start it. Somebody needs to start this. So you about to start it? Oh, you're not. You just want somebody else to see what you complained about and start it. So I just, you know, I was with the organization called African Unification for quite a while. Shout out to AU, um, their nation of Melanin out. And from there, I just was like, you know, I learned a lot from them organizing things like that. So I was like, you know what? I can organize a um a program and it was my passion because I was hearing so many things on the news about different girls, um, you know, being hurt, being harmed in certain areas, especially heavy in Baltimore. So mm-hmm. I decided to let me go. Wow. That's real. That's real. That's something the community definitely needs. You know what I'm saying? So uh, big shouts out to you on that. You know what I'm saying? Be mm-hmm. on your philanthropy piece to make your community better. That, <laughs> that is real. I'm saying we need that out here all 2021. Now let's get to your podcast, Erica with a A, Erica with a C podcast. How did you come up with that name? Because obviously it's because of different variations of how Erica is spelled. Is that how you came up with that podcast name? No. Okay. So you, okay. So your name is, uh, it's Vincent, right? No, Victor. What's Vince? No, Victor. Oh, I'm sorry. Victor. What am I talking about? Okay. So Victor, right? It's a very common name. You ain't got to call nobody and be like, oh, it's with the E, what a C. It's really no other way to spell Victor. My name is Erica with a C-K-K, a C, sometimes all that. It's just crazy. And Erica Badu didn't switch to all up and name it a whole other thing. So I was like, you know what? Every time I call somebody, it's E-R-I-C with a C, Erica with a C. So I was like, you know what? I'm always already doing that. I might as well name it a podcast. And I feel like it would be more like in your face because I'm more like, you know, that's my personality. I'm very blunt. You know, of course, I'm, I'm a beautiful girl. <laughs> Look at me. Um, yeah. And it's just in general, like, I was just like, you know what? I talk a lot. My friends are always calling me for things. And I mean, I'm single. I don't know what the hell <laughs> to do. But I mean, I feel like I'm very insightful about things. And so I had to share my gifts with people. So Erica with a C just kind of came from that. Like, you know, I always thought of like, you know, it's Erica J from the podcast, Erica with a C. And don't you forget about it. Don't forget. Don't put no K in my name. So, you know, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just me being <laughs> spicy and sassy is all. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's funny is I know another podcast host named Erica who's supposed to her name with what well, Erica's supposed to with an A and it ends with an A as well. Shout out to that Erica. Me and her have been cool since college. You know what I'm saying? She's the host of the What the Hell Are You Doing podcast. So oh, what the- I love yeah, it. So it's like I can understand now. I can understand why you came with your podcast name because there are so many different ways you can spell Erica. Oh my God. Yes, a lot. So many. And I'm just like. It's ridiculous. And, you know, they type it wrong. They put K's on your name tag. It just become a whole thing. So it's annoying. 
Yes, yes. That's so annoying whenever you get name tag and people done spelled the wrong name. I'm like, seriously. Right. See how what I just did there? I knew your name was Victor, but I'm like, Vincent, like, I get it. It's messy. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you look at him like, bro, you had one job. <laughs> I know you do look right. at him like, you had one job. You fucked up. You put a K? Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't put you, you didn't put everything in there, you know. So you spelled it like Eric Badu. Exactly. You know, Erica Badu originally name is spelled like mine. With a C. Wow. Yeah, she just, you know, she her. I ain't I ain't even gonna touch it. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's in her own category. Mm-hmm, most definitely. Now tell me about what inspired you to start this podcast. So, you know, quarantine started. Um, I was battling with a lot of things and it was just like, you know, if you don't start now, you're never gonna start. I was very nervous, but then I found it like so many groups like podcasting while black. And I was like, oh, wow, people are really out here doing this. And I was like, okay, I can do this. And the anchor, you know, was so inspiring because my friend was supposed to have one too. And I don't know if she started her. I don't think she did yet. She will be probably this year. And I was just like, you know what? I really want to tap on these issues, but I wanted to be in a platform where people can listen to me when I'm talking about these things. Cause I do talk about a lot of things with my friends, but it doesn't go out that, you know, out that kind of surrounding like when I talk with my good girlfriend you know somebody may hear me like girl I agree with you or you know and I'm like yeah girl because most times when I'm in different settings depending on what type of hat that I'm wearing um people always kind of listen to me you know I think I I think when I say things people listen they agree with me you know they take advice I mean like I said I'm very insightful so I just like you know what why not a podcast and you know I don't I've never looked at podcasts the way that it's looked at now like it's like a career like oh do I want to do this for my living so I'm still like baiting about that I just did it more as like you have this gift you need to share it and again it's like you said my philanthropist spirit that I have where I'm not always impressed by like monetary gain but what what the monetary gain can do for me like if the podcasting can pay for my program where I can do that full time then you know that'd be great I, I definitely agree with you there it's like um if if podcasts can get me from my nine to five job, then why be it? You know what I'm saying? Hello. <laughs> I definitely feel you on that. You know? It's so much fun. People be talking about editing on it. So I've, I've never, I've, I have so much fun. Just even listening to my own voice over again. I mean, it may sound like weird or conceited or whatever, but I like how I sound. And it took me a long time to get here. I can't blame you. You know what I'm saying? You have to like how you sound in order to do a podcast. Absolutely. Because you're talking for long periods of time. And if you don't like how you sound, how are you going to expect somebody else to like how you sound? And that's what I'll be telling people. And they be like, do you get tired of your voice? And I'm like, no. I like how I sound. And I like how I said it. (laughs) I can feel a person through a podcast. You know, I listen to so many now that I'm doing it. It's like, I'm like, oh, wow. She meant that. I'm on there listening. Like, yeah, girl, you got to say what you're going to say. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of them as well, and I do be playing back episodes. I'm like, damn, I said this? This is how I sound on this podcast? That's okay, okay. That's it. So I definitely feel you on that. Um, so what's the biggest thing that you want that um, that um you want people to get from your podcast when they turn it on? Um, Just re- reality. Like, really listen to it and, like, navigating in their 30s. I think it's so many things I try to touch on. You know, I feel like when I turned 30, I used to be so scared about turning 30. Like, I was like, oh, when I turn 30, I'm going to be so old. But now I feel, like, liberated. Yeah. Like, I'm 30. I'm like, oh, man. I feel like a, a light switch went off. Like, oh, so this is what 30 is. Like, you really don't. I feel like you literally don't care about as much stuff you did in your 20s. It's a whole different shift. And I've been in the, the 30 realm. You just got here. But I've been here for two years. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, thank you for telling the world that I just got oh. here. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, just arrived. I, I forgot. It's like sometimes it after my birthday it clicked, but then it got back to the real world. Like what's going on with the podcast? Um, uh-huh. I've been navigating every other thing that I forget that I just hit the third world. And thank you for reminding me. I appreciate. I really do appreciate. I'm it. Sorry, <laughs> but I mean it's true. You just got here. When I first became thirty, I was so like pressed. Well, rather than before. But now it's just like, you know, I want people to get from it, like just whatever they need. You know, if you hear the Dear Sis, the first episode I ever um, I'm launched, you'll hear like me talking to Black women about, you know, empowering, checking and making sure they're okay and really listening to them. And I hope Maine took from that. Then I have one where, you know, about Black men talking about them, you know, y'all okay? 
y'all good like what do y'all need you know what i mean and then there goes the other topics about relationship of course sex mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then there is home ownership you know i just had an episode recently about covid and about community because i feel like us in vaccines are so it's a long history of that. So I wanted to really kind of have somebody who's a black professional come on and kind of learn. I want people to learn. I want them to listen. I want them to adapt, you know, and, and I'm growing myself from learning all this stuff as well. So I hope that's what they take from the podcast, something they can carry on in their day to say, you know what, dang, I heard that from Erica with a C and don't you forget about it. Okay. So, yes. Yes. Yeah. I definitely agree. You know, so I definitely Agree, there's a lot to be learned and stuff, especially with these vaccines and stuff, oh, and especially Lord. with COVID. It's like, I feel like it, uh, it was definitely a big boom in podcasts. So, so what advice do you have to anybody starting out a podcast out there? I would say that um, you have to decide because I feel like when I first started, my brother was supposed to do it. And he asked, he was like, oh, you know, you should have told me I want to do it. But I didn't want anyone to do it because I don't rely on people. Like I have a very bad, like, which is more like a, um, a trauma anyway that I'm dealing with, but it's just like really understanding that I can't do that because if somebody does something wrong or doesn't have my same passion, because one thing I learned from my program, when mentors didn't show up, when girls didn't show up, like, so this is your thing. So at the end of the day, you the one that's got to come. You can't wait for anybody else to come do it. And I learned that from there. And so when people didn't show up for, you know, when I had a, a tell them I'm about to record, they didn't show up or this and this like that, they, they blew me off, which is like, okay, cool. You know, no big deal. But at the end of the day, at least, you know, I'm more prepared for it. So um, definitely this type of stuff. I feel like before what I didn't know is learn all you can about podcasting, you know, um, get around people who are doing it and, and soak up the information that they have who have been doing in longevity. I'm great. I've been grateful um, enough to have the podcast in my black plus meeting you, uh, meeting a lot of different um, people, you know, um, people that come on a show who've just been so enlightening and just, you know, dropping gems and that. not listen to other people's podcasts to kind of see like how what they're doing or, you know, just makes sense. Because if you've been on longer than me, then you have way more experience than me. It's like you go to a job, you've been there for five years. Clearly you have more experience in whatever field, despite, you know, what, what my expertise is that I'm coming to the job with. So I just apply everything I do normally in professional setting to podcasting. I make sure that I try to be on time for things. If I'm not, I'm able to let a person know what's going on ahead of time. Um, I just, everything I do is the same in life. So if people need to realize like, if you're not an organized person, I really don't think you should be doing podcasting. That's just me. You can do it and maybe find an organizer or a secretary. But if you're not a person that can be like, okay, I'm gonna put this out this time, you know, because you hear so many different things, but if you're not consistent about certain things, you might as well just not even like, waste your time and also about content like figure out how you want your your show to go and what do you want it to be you know what I mean I love that you have these questions you're having for new podcasters so I really appreciate the platform that you're creating for this as well it's no problem it's it takes years of learning it just <laughs> also it goes back to something you said what people are relying on people because I had to learn that having a podcast you gotta learn not to rely on people because guess what people are gonna show up on their time and then also they're going to have their own agenda when having guests on it. It's like, it's like sometimes you're going to, you're going to deal with that. So I had to learn that the hard way, which is why. And also I learned sometimes if you want something to go right, you just got to do it your damn self and not rely on people because other people will let you down. Not taking a shot at anybody. You know what I'm saying? I'm grateful for everybody that came on to help me out to get started. But once I figured out this shit, I was like, okay, you really don't need nobody. <laughs> I'm all at you <laughs> It's like, because it's like you think you have, a, you, when you have people on and stuff, you have the idea of how you want your show to go on. But right. then you, you'll have some other people come on, they'll have something totally different. So it's, it's things you notice. Yeah. That's true. I mean, the thing about the only thing about it's funny. I'm gonna do a quick story, and I'm, we're gonna move on. Um, the gentleman, the host of um, Ivy Knows Best. Shout out to um, Eric Ivy, and it's crazy that he came on the show. And I had three people, two people that I knew, and him were gonna come on to the Dear um, Black Man Are You Okay segment. And I was like, he's the only one to show that. And that's when I realized, you know what? People who are in the same thing that you're doing conduct themselves in that way. You can't expect your friends and family to always be there for you if they just, you know, don't get me wrong, they had reasons and they told me, but it's like, it's one thing for you to tell me the day of, 
you can't make it you know what I mean and so like that like I you know I just try to tell people that all the time you got to make sure you how you move how you treat people is how you want to be treated because I mean the universe always comes back full circle so he came on killed the episode you know what I mean and and everything he said was often was like I don't even I don't even think you know, maybe the universe is trying to remove them anyway, because I think he added so much content to what I was saying. I've had so many men tell me like, oh, I love the episode, da, 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 you know, when it came out, I was like, wow. So sometimes, you know, when you're in a podcasting world, complete strangers are more reliable than the people that you around you. So, yes, you are hitting, you are hitting it. It took me, it took me my second year in podcasting to realize that actually the damn quarantine taught me that, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like what I, what I found is when I went to the podcast group, just start asking for guests. I mm-hmm. had a whole blitz of people just blowing up my DMs like, hey, I want to come on. Hey, I want to come on. I'm like, damn. And you got a catchy name, Liquor Talk. I was like, dang. Huh. <laughs> I, I appreciate yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, damn. I was like, why the hell didn't I think of this from start? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's a lot of things you learn from start that you wish you would have known mm-hmm. when you first started. I said, damn, I should did this from jump instead of asking <laughs> somebody to be a co-host. You know what I'm saying? Because... It's like, it's something you said true. It's like, you'll have more support in other places than and than where you at. Because mm-hmm. I looked at my analytics. I'm like, damn, California is where I'm getting the most support. And I'm living in Florida. I'm like, damn. That don't okay. Okay. That I might need to make that move. <laughs> I'll say shout out to California. Hello. You know what I'm saying? No more with look how love. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. The more liquor you drink, the better I sound. So go ahead and get that liquor pulled up if you haven't done so already. Because the more you drink, the better I sound, I promise you. I'm over here with Erica. Erica with a C, don't y'all forget it. Holding it down out of the great state of Maryland, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so how's how's 20, what are you looking forward to with 2021? Because you know 2020, we survived it, so... And you gotta be looking forward to some things for 2021. Um, so I'm definitely looking to launch my book this year. I'm looking to revamp my program, my mentoring program. Um, I want to start like sort of like maybe merch for the podcast, but we'll see because I have like a lot of taglines that I have for myself. Um, I think like a lot of healing, like. Last year, like you said, it was so much stuff that we dealt with. And because I was so indoors and I'm, you know, because I'm single and it's like, you had to really face yourself if you were single in a pandemic. Like all your shit that you needed to get out the way, you had to get it out of the way. <laughs> you had to be like, what do you want? <laughs> so um, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to uh, one, not dating, <laughs> being uh, by my damn self. Um, I will say I'm looking forward to um probably I want to say like amount of cities look talk whatever I'm looking forward to also like learning like better ways to masturbate um just for, I feel like for like full pleasure but anyway that's just that's just me um and yeah that's pretty much it that's all I'm looking forward agreed, to agreed 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 um basically based on the last episode we did together I was like you know <laughs> I need to learn some damn ways to you know what I'm saying because this simple shit I'm doing it ain't really helping yeah it's like once once you get used to the same thing it's like all right, that was cool. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, I, like I, I, I totally get you where you're coming from with there. You know what I'm saying? Also, um, there's a sex podcast you should definitely go on. Shout out to the ladies of the Naturally Unbothered podcast, those ladies are wilding out, and you know what I'm saying? You fit right in with them. You know? Oh, Lord, I want to hear it now. I gotta listen to it <laughs> and listen to episode 95 because that was the episode yours truly was on the hot seat. And also, yeah, they had me on their hot seat. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to go listen up at night. <laughs> See what she yeah, was talking happened. about. You know what I'm saying? Um, so let's let's chop it up. Let's get into it, you know what I'm saying? Um, talk to me about some frustrations in dating. Well, because I know the dating world is just, can be, just be hellish, you know what I'm saying? And based on 2020, talk to what's some frustrating things about dating? <sighs> so I was in a relationship coming into 2020. Um, I think the biggest thing with me is because I'm such like a, as a cancer, I'm always like a cheerleader for people. I think that I can do it for them instead of doing it for themselves. So I think what's frustrating is like unproductive men or unproductive people in general. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm into men. I'm not into, I'm into black men, period. So yeah, <laughs> you're, you're rare, you're rare, you're rare. You know what I'm saying? 
a wing ride, wing red, we out here. <laughs> Shit. So um that and then um I think like just making time, even if you're like really busy, if you can like make time for me, or if, if making time for me is a is a strain on you, I don't want it. Cause I mean, if I gotta fight to get time with you, I have to fight to get everything. I ain't got time to be fighting to keep nobody. Um I think me, I'm just like, you know, I don't really have any like long ass term relationships under my belt. Like, I think the longest I've probably been with somebody is like recently, like a year. Like, just because like me, like once I see something I don't like, I'm pretty much gone just because I don't think that in life you're supposed to suffer. I think love is supposed to be, and I've seen two people in relationships who are still together, who are suffering. It's like, yeah, you're together and you have that under your belt and you're so proud to say that, but are you happy? And I, and I don't want to, I'm not going to turn in my happy badge just to say that I have a man. Cause I mean, men, I mean, no offense, men, I mean, y'all are cool, but you know, I mean, I think I need right now frustrating. I feel like a lot of men, even building with them, you know, coming to them with like different business ideas or what you're trying to do. Like I said, this year, I'm really working on branding myself and um, I want photo shoots like that. So like, if we're not on the same level or you're not trying to do like business shit, like we don't even need to talk because it's like, what's the point? Because I'm trying to do this and this and this, and I'm working towards these things. It's like, I have to slow down and be like, Hey, come here, come on. You know? And also, you know, being able to teach me something in any, in all areas, teach you some new shit that I don't know. <laughs> you know? I, like, I definitely agree with you a lot on those frustrations. It's like, even in myself, to run to women with lack of ambition or women that feel like they have 50 million excuses of why they can't meet up with you. It's like, it's like, it's like, in the sudden last minute shit's like, come on now, you know we supposed to meet. Or now I'll tell you this, one thing that got frustrated me living in Florida was there was a big storm that was supposed to hit where I was at. This chick was like, oh, I don't think we should meet because of the storm. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I don't give a damn if it's a rainstorm, sleet storm, storm storm, hail storm. I don't give a damn what kind of storm it is. If it's a, I don't give a damn. If I say I'm going to see you that day, I want to see you that day. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. because my mindset is locked in that day. You know what I'm saying? If you have to reschedule with me, I don't, I'm not too confident in my mindset. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, uh, sometimes this is why I admit I had to work on it. Sometimes I had to work on patience. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, what's like, your I, Yeah, I get it. But then I'm like, come on now. What's your sign? I'm a Sag. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Sag. I heard it in there somewhere. I was trying to find it. My best friend is a Sag. Yeah, I've heard. Patience. I've she want she want what she wanted at the time. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes the thing about me, sometimes my mind might change like the wind. So it's like sometimes if I'm thinking about it, you, better pounce on me because because yeah. after that, two minutes later, y'all think about somebody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that that is. And sometimes we move like that, and then sometimes it's like now. Sometimes I'm like, okay, you know what? I was wrong because you know what? I expected me out of people, and it's like, and that's the yeah. thing because it's like I just expect people to match my energy or match my mm -hmm. swag. And if you can't, then get getting, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, excuse me, I will say another frustrating thing is getting to the part where you're getting to know people. It's just like, I'm about to sit through this thing where we having conversations and going out to eat and stuff. I mean, it's nice and all, but come on now. Let, let's just get to the point while we hear you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and you know what? And, and it's crazy because I'm, I'm taking off dating this year and I feel like as I'm meeting guys, like I'm telling them a straight up, like, look, I'm gonna look for a relationship, but I'm not looking for a fuck buddy. So tame yourself, you know, but they all, they all this time, like they don't hear that. All they hear is that, oh, maybe she got hurt before and I can come save you. I can make her my queen. I'm like, well, no, because I told you I wasn't interested in dating. So you're not gonna change my mind. You know what I mean? I don't, I think people, one, people are very flaky. And like you said, people don't match your energy. And when I'm when I'm with somebody, I'm with them. A lot of times the people, my biggest thing with having exes is like, when they with me, they still like trying to see what Brenda, Linda, Keisha doing. But I'm like, but Steve, uh, Jermaine, Hakeem is in my DMs right now. But 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 I'm not stepping to them. I'm 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 with you. But you sitting here, you know what I'm saying? Like entertaining some some frivolous shit. Like you don't think people, women and men will always be here? Like no matter if you're in a relationship, you're no matter what you are, if you're not gonna be, I'm I'm looking for monogamy. I'm not interested in polygamy at all. And I feel like if you are looking interested in polygamy, you should date somebody who's interested in that. There's a plenty of women and men who want that lifestyle, but don't get with a woman and 
because I feel like it's kind of disrespectful. You know what I mean? You wasting my time, my energy right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to talk to a thousand people, go talk to a thousand people. You're but right. don't don't talk to me. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> it's like if you're gonna talk to a thousand people, you're right. You said it now ahead and go talk to a thousand people. But once somebody show you that they're dedicated to you, you gotta cut everybody off. That's when that's when that's See, like, you know, now I don't think you need to cut everybody off. This is my thing. If you think that you could possibly be alone with person and y'all gonna have sex, cut them off. But if it's just like y'all really friends for real, y'all might have been attracted to each other at one point, but y'all, you know what I'm saying? I guess it just depends. Cause I think you know you can have female friends. It's just when female friends upset their boundaries. Cause some women they only want you when somebody else got you. I'm just saying. I think that's the same thing with men too. That's very true. Because uh, I've heard from some women as soon as they say they got a boyfriend. They got all hella niggas in their DMs mm-hmm. and stuff. And they've also heard the same thing. They, they, the boyfriend got hella women in their DMs. It's like, why is it so many people... I asked this question on the last podcast I did. Uh-huh. Um, shout out to um, Scorpion um, from the SMS podcast. I did I said the same thing her. It seemed like people would rather be the side person than to be the main person. Because they ain't got to put up with all the shit. When you go to the side person, it's paradise. You're trying to get paradise from them. They don't have to put up with you every day. It's just a few hours. You know what I'm saying? People don't want a whole person. It's easier to be a size something. So yeah, it, it is, but you can never be the main go. Don't don't ever try to be the main person after being a side person. Hell no. You know, They're gonna cheat on your ass and get another main uh, side person. Now you're gonna be another side side. Uh-huh. And people yeah. people people seem to not realize that. And one example is you're gonna laugh at this one. I see it on the Mark show. It's like people will be the same one. I'm like, yeah, I took him from so and so. But then a couple months later, you back on there. Now you're like, oh, he's cheating on me. I'm like, I ain't got no sympathy for you because you took him from somebody else. And now you get mad because you're losing to competition. That's why I didn't understand why Kevin Hart's wife needed to prove anything. Sis, didn't you cheat on him to get him? So you cheated with him from his wife, who was down with his ass when he was broke. And now he with you and he cheated on you. And now he... You want us to give a fuck? Oh, I don't give a fuck, honey. <laughs> like, he could have fucked a bitch in your face. Always. <laughs> <Give a fuck. laughs> you what you did. You know, because people think that they, you know, I really think people, I think with her, like, I don't know her personally. You know, I think she thought he was Kevin Hart. And, you know, but you would have never got her if you wasn't Kevin Hart. You wouldn't, when, we, when would you have met her? You know what I mean? And Kevin Hart had cancer too, don't get me wrong. But it's like, you know, Sometimes they just got it away. Sometimes you can't be down. And like I said, have that talk where you need to go into polygamy. Because it's not all bad. Sometimes you get tired of fucking the same person. And that's cool. If y'all can't switch it up and keep that shit spicy, that's on y'all. Listen, you know what I mean? If y'all get tired of fucking them, maybe y'all need to go visit the, the couple store. You know what I'm saying? Go visit an adult store. You know what I'm People got to be open to that. Because like we talked about on the podcast, a lot of people ain't. Yeah, that's true. You got to... You gotta date somebody with open mind because it's mm-hmm. like because if shit ain't working right, then you need to be a, you gotta be okay with going to the playbook to change things up. You know what I'm saying? Because and also you gotta be open to just traveling and stuff because it's like if yeah. you do the same things, yeah, you're gonna get bored. Try new shit. Try to role play. Try to create. Wait, I'm probably fucking Bali. <laughs> shit, <laughs> I'm trying to fucking in the states. <laughs> uh, yeah, shit. <laughs> different places you know what i'm saying i'll say the bedroom nice now but hey why not go to another state go hit Hello? another state you know what i'm saying pretend like i'm somebody else and you don't know me shit hey, yeah hey put that shit together hey let's go meet at this club you know what i'm saying i'm gonna i'm gonna disguise myself you know what i'm saying can i pull you you know what i'm saying Gotta keep the ideas to have relationships fresh, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Look and Talk. If you don't know, now you know. I suggest you go ahead and pull it up some more because the more you drink, the better I sound. Did you get your stimulus yet? I did. Man, I just got mine. Now, what do you think of LLC Twitter always getting on Twitter being like, oh, you need to start a business with that. You need to do that. You need to do that. What do you think? <laughs> I always got something to say about what you need to do with your stimulus. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm starting LLC this year, um, <clears throat> but it's been a long time coming. Yeah, but I think what people have to realize is that we were like people were really like losing their their houses, their their properties, their their life savings, like down like 
COVID killed businesses. You know what I mean? Not just like, oh, you know, we're going to close for a month and the government gave us some funds. No, that shit is dead. Like some people did not survive it. You know what I mean? And people make a GoFundMe's and it's like, you guys, we get a stimulus check, a second one. And you're like, oh, y'all need to start an LLC. Okay. So now they start the LLC. Now what? If they don't have a place to live, what the fuck is the LLC going to do? They don't have a, you know what I'm saying? Like the people, people just pile all these things on <clears throat> and Twitter extras in general. I, you know, I go in there and I try to shed light, but Twitter is like where rich people go to like let loose. Like people who, I, I think Twitter is for miserable people. I'm sorry. I'm not, you know, I feel like if Twitter is one of your favorite places to go, it's misery. People get, most times when the celebrities get called out, it's because of a tweet they did. 15 years ago that that's the that's the one thing i never understood about twitter like why the fuck do who the hell has time to be sitting there digging up somebody's old tweets and stuff because bitter and miserable yeah i'm like why do with every celebrity do y'all do that shit i just don't oh, gotta counsel them and counsel i'm not i'm tired of counseling people shit Thank i like music too i'm about to not have a motherfucking artist so you know and yeah. like even like her is one of my favorite artists and if you notice like she really ever even posts you know what I mean? She just like, well, she had cancer too. Like, I just think like certain people, like when it comes to different platforms, like Twitter messy, black Twitter messy. You know what I mean? Like even how they treated old boy before he passed away. I had no idea that they had made all those things about, um, what's my guy name? I'm from, Bosman just passed away. I'll block, I'll block Panther. Yeah. And it was just like, wow, this is crazy. That's why I said on Twitter, you know, I'm on there now, but it's like, I have to be careful what I'm allowing in me because some people are negative, but I've only had like positive experience as far as people, but I do see like old tweets and messy this and messy this. And I'm like, because I mean, hell, we in Clubhouse and they motherfuckers be messy there too. You know what I mean? Coming out with all kind of crazy titles for, 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 for rooms and just, I mean, I was just like, wow, this is, you know, but hey, to each his own. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, don't know. I think people need to mind their damn business and um, whatever the fuck you do with your little 600 to 2000, that's your fucking business. And whatever the fuck I did or anybody else did their fucking money is their fucking business. Okay. All right. Cool. That's what all people need to do. They need to, you don't, you're not in somebody's household. You don't know what someone is going through. So yeah, you, you really don't know. You know what I'm saying? Now if it's extra, then go for it. You know what I'm saying? But to everybody all- don't want to start a business though. We need employees too. Everybody don't want to be a fucking um, a business owner. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's a problem with, with, with Black Twitter. They think everybody wants to own a business. No, they don't. <laughs> no, if you got that ambition, go for it. But not everybody has that ambition. Maybe people have the ambition to be the partner of a business mm-hmm. owner and be able to run the business for the business owner. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has their role. Not everybody's meant to be the chief. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's just, some people are just meant to be the Indian. Some people Hello. are just meant to be the role player. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You got to know your role. It's like on championship teams in basketball, it's like not everybody is going to be the leading scorer. You don't have role players. Everybody's going to have that role and people are going to have their jobs. You know what I'm saying? So, not everybody is gonna be that. So LLC Twitter, can y'all please take a break from it? Cause you're not gonna encourage everybody to start a business. You know what I'm saying? Now, ones that want to start a business, go for it. Yeah, or well, take your miserable ass and invest in your. Like if you in your bag, you not. If you in your there's a girl who posts videos, black girl, I love her. She always posts things like little TikToks, and she has little things she, she posts. She's not saying everybody need to do this or. Shut the fuck up. If you want to give advice, give advice. Make a TikTok. Make people are getting making money on all these different platforms. TikTok really boosts people's business out the water. But y'all sitting here being bitter and writing tweets behind a computer. Mm-hmm. What? With a fingers. That's all it is. <laughs> Just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> It's like, yeah, and I'll admit, I, I used to be guilty of Twitter fingers, but you know what? I had to evolve, you know what I'm saying? Because now I have a platform. It's okay, like, this round. <laughs> Yeah, I ha- I have a platform now, so I know I can't be saying everything that pops in my head. You know? And that's it. And that's really what it is. You, you got to, because as soon as you get to where you're trying to go, damn sure somebody pulled your 2001 tweet saying uh, something, 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 and all the women, all the men are mad at you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because people and, 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 and I'm, I'm going to apologize to them, but I'm simply going to say, look, 
I was this age when it happened. You know what I'm saying? I don't have the wisdom of the age that I have now. Me tweeting at 19 and me tweeting at 30 are two totally different mm-hmm. things. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't have all of the wisdom I have now. So, and I definitely think people are miserable. People definitely be solving people mysteries on there. People be exposing businesses on there. I'm like, God damn, y'all. Well, like- nah, sometimes some businesses need to be exposed. I don't know about that part. Hey, I didn't get to know what's going on behind closed doors because I heard Amazon treat their employees bad. So. Yeah. I think I think Twitter forced Amazon to change how they were treated. Yeah, but you know what they do because you know what one thing I will say about Twitter, Twitter definitely makes mother like seek shit out. Because I'm saying I didn't even know until I seen it on Twitter. I was like, what's that? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's not supposed to be funny. Like, so I ain't going with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be I'll be sending a laughing and stuff. Like, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, but I can look at a, look at a good meme or a good video, a movie, and I'm just always. It's always on some bullshit anyway, so it don't matter. Yeah. I'm very goofy, so I'm just my personality. Yeah, for you. Speaking of, uh, speak of a platform you mentioned, what do you think about Clubhouse? You know what I'm saying? Uh, the, these rooms, they be crazy. It's like... And I, I, know, I mean, I don't really... I think I see the name. I'll sneak in and I'll sneak Like, if it's not, like, gonna help me, like, you know, there's still, like, for instance, I um, have a friend. He was like, you should go in the moon room. And I'm like... Uh, you know, I'm not trying to. I mean, but I heard it about cash prizes, you know. I can vote. So, I mean, uh, you know, so, um, but it's just, you know, because I was even in a room where I think it was like bearded men reading women, um, black bearded men reading women nighttime stories. And I was like, what is this? So I was there for a little bit. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna hold you. I said there for a little bit. I was like, yeah, you know, I mean, I like black men. So I mean, he was there. I mean, I'm listening. I hear you. I hear you talking. You know, so I think it's good. You can get whatever you want. I had some very stimulating conversations, and you've been in some rooms that I had some conversations with. I've made some, um, you know, definite connections. I've had a couple of guests um, actually going to come on the show um, for season two, which is which is airing now. And yeah, so far my experience has been great. You know, people say these things about it, but I really think people get mad about it because they have Androids. Nobody's really get an Android. So that's just that. If you want to get an iPhone, get an iPhone. If you don't want, you don't, like, just, yeah, I'm over it. Yeah, Stop so being I'm, so bitter. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been hearing the negative things too, but I'm like, you get it. You, you just go in there for what you want. You know what I'm saying? If you want mm-hmm. the professionalism, go ahead, go for it. Because I've been meeting a whole bunch of people, you know what I'm saying? So like you, I'm going to have like potential people to have them come on the podcast as well. And also you got people in there that's helping you sharpen your skills as well. So it's like, if you go in there for the right mindset, you will find the right mindset. Now mm-hmm. I have my moments where if I'm just bored, I just want to hear some conversations because sometimes I might hear some things that might trigger a podcast. You know what I'm saying? That's very true. Because yes. I mean, I was thinking about when I was in a room, I was actually on a speaking and we were talking about women shooting a shot. I didn't make a show about it yet. I don't know if I will or won't, but like my father's always told me like, if a man wants you, he'll come for you. So I never knew women were doing this. And I asked a question on my, um, or I, I send questions to people and I ask questions and they were like, yeah, girl, I do it. And I was talking to my friend, she was like, yeah, girl, I do it. And hell yeah. I mean, we, men, sometimes they'd be scared. They don't know if you like them. And I'm just like, well, that motherfucker have to guess. Cause Cause I feel like when I shoot my shots, I mean, I don't shoot my shot, but if I did shoot my shot, he would think it was sexual. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think men take the shot differently than other men. I think it's like, I'm mature, you know what I'm saying? If if a woman asks me out, I'm gonna be like, hey, I'm just gonna take it as, I'm just gonna see, I'm gonna have an open mind. I'm gonna see what it's all about, you know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah, but do you still think that you would like, think you're gonna pay and you're gonna make sure you, you know, she's gonna court, you're gonna court her, you know what I mean? I'm recording you. I ain't never had one. I would match the energy, you know what I'm saying? I'd match the energy giving off, you know what I'm saying? I'd still do my courting or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm of the mindset of if if she's gonna be out with me, I might as well make it worth her time, you know. So I'm still gonna do the courting on if I have to, or even if she does shoot the shot, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna court her, you know what I'm saying? Make it yeah. worth her time, you know what I'm saying? So it's like have a woman shot that shot me. I'm probably saying no because I've been chilling on that, and so it's I don't like, think you I, probably didn't notice it. If they did, I probably didn't notice. Yeah, you probably thought it was like some friendly thing and kind of blew it off. And um, maybe if it was, or maybe 
or maybe they did it one day, but then the next day they weren't feeling the same way because I had somebody, I moved to a new city and I told them I'm in a new city. One day they're like, oh, I'll show you around and stuff, whatever. Then next day I don't hear from them. I'm like, what the hell? And I was like, oh, well, okay, you know what? You yeah, you're funny. taking care of it. You got over it real quick. Yeah, because sometimes, and plus life teaches you, you just got to go with shit real quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to have a short memory because people, what I've learned is people are always going to do you wrong and well, what another person will do, someone else will do. So that's another thing that I definitely learned from that. So mm-hmm. um, ladies, I will say, don't be afraid to shoot your shot. If you want something, go for it. You know what I'm saying? Or just wait for, don't don't wait forever now because some of y'all, y'all be waiting forever now. There are some women that will wait forever for that one man to act right, and then that one man will move on to somebody else. I would not. I mean, if he ain't acting right, he ain't acting right. Like, yeah, you know. Now, speaking of getting approached, what did this is something I pulled from um, Clubhouse? One, two things. What do you think about women getting approached at gas stations? What's up with that? Oh my god! So I was in that. I was in a room like that, and I asked people. I was like, "Why do people have a big deal about it?" Like. I know people who met people like that. Like if I'm if I'm about a gas station, you're at the gas station, and you think I'm cute. I think you're cute. You ask for my number. Am I not going to give you my number because we're at a gas station? Because we're not supposed to get gas in our car. Are, do we all have valet? Like I didn't understand what they meant. Like, is it the place? Like, and I don't. I don't. And I think what they meant it as like some creepy guy coming up and, you know, like he's in his car. You. Oh man, she's not nice. Hey, how you doing, sweetheart? Oh, how you doing, ma'am, or whatever? You know, I'm fine. Uh, yeah, I see you over there. You know, I didn't want to bother your day. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, I couldn't possibly, you know what I'm saying? Just want to see if I can get your number. Maybe take y'all some time. Oh, sure, why not? You know what I mean? Like, that's it. But they made it seem like, oh, no, we got to be in a social setting. And that's it. And that's what says. And maybe that's why, you know, I'm, I'm single too. But it's, I mean, you just, it's not like that anymore. Like People be telling on themselves with these high-ass standards. Like, if I see something like a gas station, I might be a Joe Max. Can I pump your gas for you? You know what I'm saying? Because exactly. I come at them like that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, let me pump you gas. Because uh, my mom always taught me that a woman should never have to pump her own gas. So, and I think you're pretty. So, hey. I'm not talking relation. I pump my gas. We no longer together. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> you're an ex now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, but yeah. it's like if you find somebody at gas station, I mean, go for it. You know what I'm saying? You can't listen to these the fucking gas attendant. I don't listen. Listen to me. One thing about me, a lot of a lot of people get fixated. Like I've never been fixated. My both my parents are very simple. But you know what I'm saying? They, they didn't have no really extrinsic light. Like, they both work for the government. But it's like people get so fixated on the person. Like I know what you people want. I want to match my this and match that. Down. Yeah, but. I was, I, my, for my group, African Education I used to be in, we hosted this Black Love event for the second year. And I will never forget this girl had talked, she had a degree, she had a good job. I mean, making good money. Mm-hmm. And she had mentioned it like that too. That's what I'm saying like that. And she dated this guy and he, you know, didn't have a degree, but he, you know, made, well, I made pretty decent money. And she said to him, one, he said to her one day, he was like, so let me ask you a question. Cause you always mention it. Like, you know what I'm saying? That you make this and this. If you quit your job right now, lost your job right now, how, how long would it, how long will you be able to survive? And she was like, what? Like, you know, maybe a couple of weeks or like a month. Like, you know, how long? He was like, I'll be able to survive for a year. Mm. Because money, your relationship with money is different. Just because you make 80K, 100K a year doesn't, when, when the government shuts down, why y'all be freaking out? If y'all make all this booty money, because y'all living paycheck to paycheck, y'all not making money, money. Y'all are making money and it's gone. Money is gone. That's that's not that's passive income. You know what I mean? So people people get caught up in that shit and it's so annoying because like you miss your blessing sometimes with that person because that person could have put you on some big wild shit. And you see him buying properties or buying a block and you like, oh, I see you. And he looking at she look at the phone like, I got it. Block. You know what I mean? See, I'm glad you see that because a lot of women miss their blessing with some men because what they, what you you might meet him in one place, but give that man some time. The right man with the right ambition, oh, he going places, you know what I'm saying? He understand that that's not where he's going to be at, you know what I'm saying? Because you might curve him for somebody who's sorry and got four or five baby mamas, you know what I'm saying? I know that's being a little extreme, but you know what I'm saying? It's like a lot of quality. You miss out on quality people like that. Even us fellas, you know what I'm saying? We'll be looking at the, the woman, the stripper woman or something like that, or the woman with multiple baby daddies, a whole bunch of drama, 
for the one instead of the woman right in our faces building her empire that could put us on game you know what i'm saying so people stop missing out on your blessings you know what i'm saying i don't care where you meet them at gas station grocery store don't matter if they are blessing and they going places take them and run with them and it's the thing about me it's crazy i don't have an ex in my life that has never tried to get back and because i'm very intentional about when i date somebody how i treat them so I'm going to ask you this question. I have exes. And for some reason, when I hear them talk about women with children, it's like, oh, I did this. I did that. Oh, yeah, I had to make sure they were straight and this, this, and this. But they meet me, who they assume independent and take care of self and was taking care of self. But it's like, you don't want to add nothing to me. You want to subtract. Oh, I got to do all this shit. Oh, well, I mean, that was different. Like, she had kids and she needed help. Oh, so independent women who don't have kids and doing everything they got themselves working two three two like they don't need help so this is what i'm saying like is this a mindset because a lot of men will not don't get me wrong women who have children you know forbid y'all do need help don't get me wrong you should definitely have that but the woman who's independent who don't have kids shouldn't always be overlooked because a lot of people think when you sing when you don't have no kids you have all this buku money that you save and who who the fuck paying these bills not nobody but her you know, and I'm my own team and a lot of people don't have support systems like myself. So it's like when people come at me and they just be like, because even I stopped expressing it and I was uh, something small. I was going to sell my iPhone 6 and it was a super bad scenario. I was, I was about to sell my iPhone 6. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy. He was like, well, why would you sell it? You need, the, you know, you need money for it. Oh, you don't need, the, you don't need the money. You have the money. I don't give a fuck if it was going to be sold for $20. It was, but, but the fact that he had the mindset to even say that shit to me, it pissed me off. Like it should turn me like to a thousand, like so. Cause oh, why? Why you think I got it? I mean, you know, you working, you know, all the shit going on, and you good. And that type of energy, I feel like what men give to me is that oh, oh, I'm not, I'm gonna give her the bare minimum shit. Like she's independent, she's strong, she don't really fucking need me. So I'm gonna give her this bare minimum. I'm gonna give her a conversation. I'm gonna be around her. No, fucking spoil the shit out of me too. It's like you spoil the shit out of these women who you who got kids and everything else and all oh, the baby five. Oh, she's doing all that stress. Yeah, me too. I just worry differently. It ain't on my fucking kids' face because I don't have no children. So that shit pisses me off. And don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking single mothers. I know people always want to, you know, come for that. It's more like women who don't have kids and are single need fucking some assistance as well. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm because this shit gonna piss me off. <laughs> Oh, no, listen, I agree with you. I agree with you, you know, because as male kids, it's like, I'm here and all, I, I catch from my family too. Like, it ain't like you got no kids. What are you doing? It's like, I catch it too, you know what I'm saying? So I totally feel you. Like, like I don't have bills and I don't have all this shit I can pay for. Buy, buy your damn self. Yeah, but I'm pulling, this, I'm pulling this weight by my damn self, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I feel your pain, you know what I'm saying? Even from a man's standpoint, you and so if a woman with kids see me, they're like, oh, you might be able to do this, you might do but that. I'm like, shorty, you you missing the point here, you know what I'm saying? You know what? And honestly, as a man, I would want an independent woman who, who just might need me for other things, who, who might not necessarily need me, but knowing the fact that I'm here, if you need me, that that that's good enough for them, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, and I want somebody that's going to match that energy with me. You know what I'm saying? And we can build together. You know what I'm saying? Because independent people, they need love too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They might show up at Miss Independent, but deep down, they need some love too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not, I'm not really into flashy shit. I'm not that type of woman. But little things are cute. Don't fucking write me off. Like, shit. Yeah. Stop writing off independent people in 2021 just because we don't have kids. Hey, we need love. Hello. And that's okay. We don't have kids. Because I don't even want my fucking person asking when I'm having kids. When I get married, shit, Thank the fuck, mind your business. You don't even like your baby father or your baby mother. Listen, I, listen, I have family members that be like, well, when you going to pop out a baby? I'm like, when I'm married and financially stable, and I know I'm with the woman I'm going to be with, and it's not going to be no baby mama drama, no baby drama. When it's going to be 18, when it's gonna, when I'm with my life partner, when, I'm, when I know that we're going to be together for life, you know what I'm saying? Talk your shit. where I'm at, you know what I'm saying? Hello. <laughs> Meanwhile, why are we trying to find those things? I got to go back to a conversation w- which I stayed up on like so about four in the morning on this conversation because those are good comp- topics. Um, so what are some attra- unattractive habits that you see from people that they might not necessarily pick up on? Um, 
I know one thing I hate men do is hygiene. Like I noticed like what exes I have, like the whole like taking a shower and putting the same fucking clothes back on. I have very sensitive skin. So like you're gonna need to tell me how you ran it. Like a hoodie, okay. But like if you put in the same underwear and I literally saw you going to your camera and put the shit back on, oh they're not dirty. And then either you're gonna ram your dick into me. Absolutely not, sweet. That's how yeast infections happen. And back to and, and lady, listen to my episode about women's health called Keeping That Kitty Cute and had them conversations. So that's one thing because women, women have, in, you know, the insert. So we get, we are more prone to things depending on how we care for her. We can't be out here just fucking with any type of dude. Keep your dick clean. And I, you know, most men I deal with, they keep that, you know, their dick shaved. I don't really care for it. It gives me 16 year old boy vibes, but they do whatever the fuck they want to do. I think they think that it oppresses me. It makes me feel gross. I mean, trim it. Don't cut like, I'd be like, Dan, did you get a bikini wax? <laughs> No, the, uh, the thing is, the reason I said I'd be t- um, take care of it before I meet a woman is because, no lie, I had a woman tell me that I did the one time I didn't um, trim it down. She was like, "Oh, I'm not giving you heads." So I'm like, "Oh, well, that's different." Yeah, I'm like, a nigga wants some heads. So naturally, oh, is that what they be trying to tell me? Oh my god! No, a woman literally told me that before. Oh, <laughs> me that they, before. they would never. They know better. Because if you tell me you want head, you never get it. <laughs> when I give you head, like I'll give you head all the time if you don't. When you mention it like a 12-year-old boy, I will never give you head. Nah, it's not that I don't even gotta say head, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're adults. Yeah, it's like I just know that hey, you take we just gonna take care of each other, but I just know from from college I had a chick tell me that it's like if you're not manscaped down there, oh I'm not giving you head. So now it's it's a habit. Now with all when I said, okay, let me make sure my business is take care of, you know what I'm saying. And also, staying with hygiene, I heard this in the chat that somebody, a man said this, if he can smell it from a woman, you know, if he can smell a woman's, you know, vaginal parts, he's like, oh, I'm not going to touch it. I said, oh, damn. They be staying yeah. What kind of woman you be dealing with? I mean, not that he dealing with. So say you went out to dinner, right? And because things happen. I mean, this, that's why I wanted to have the conversation when you shame somebody for shit, like, like if he smelled it, he should have told her. Cause yeah. I, I'm I'm very open in my situation when I deal with somebody. Like I'll ask you, like my ex, no, I ask him, like, how my vagina smell? And like he'll be like, he'll be thrown off first. I'm fucking weird. But because it'd be come out of nowhere. It'd be like we'd be talking about bagels and shit and not be talking about. But it's just like I have to know these things because the thing about it is that I mean, even if you eat somebody's vagina forever, it doesn't mean that you like their vagina. I mean, I think my vagina is fine. I haven't had anybody say anything, you know, but there's also still things that happen. You know, I'm a bigger woman. So, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, sweat and shit like that, depending on the weather, depending on if you're wearing these tight ass jeans, you know, so that stuff um, bothers it, you know, uh, but me, I always shower before and after sex, right after sex. Mm-hmm. Just right out this, just because this is me. Like I don't think the exes that I've ever dated, whoever fuck, is ever they know that. You know they they know. And then it's funny because after I do it so many times, they do it. Mm-hmm. And then fuck for real, they do it before. You know, so like I never tell them to, but they do it because I feel like if you do things, your partner will eventually realize this is what you prefer. So yeah. I think a lot of things have to be led by example. Um, something else I find attractive. Uh, I feel like needy men. I want to work for it a little bit. Like, I like to be ignored. I'm sorry, that's so childish. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. like to be ignored so I can throw temper tantrums so I can be dominated. So that's probably, I guess, not really unattractive. But I think I don't know. I don't. I don't. I like people. I don't like people who's like. I don't know people who pay me too much attention. I like it, but I don't like it. You know, because of the person who's not. And I think that's a woman thing too. Like we tend to want things that we shouldn't have and the things that we want, we should have. So I'm learning on that this year. So that's probably just bad. Um, I don't like, <sighs> this is physical. Mm-hmm. Um, physical. Um, physical, mental, all that. I don't know. like men who can't like, who make everything sexual. I guess I think make everything sexual too. So I kind of like that man. Um, yeah. yeah I think dick size is important because I'm a bigger woman. So like don't play with me. Like your dick need to be a certain size because like I'm gonna need you to tackle your shit. Uh so 
I think mentally, um, yeah, it's, I mean, you got to be smart. You know, you got to be able to hold a conversation because my mind is all over the place and it's so complex and I'm always thinking about shit all the time. Like, I need to randomly text you like some random shit and like, you don't look at me like I'm crazy. He needs to be weird. Um, I don't, I think, you know what? Stuck up men are unattractive. Like, okay, so I like arcades um, and video games. Yes. Well, sometimes not always. I'm not like a, all in that shit. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, like when I want to go, like I'll, I don't always want to go to like, you know, stuck up shit. You know, I just don't want to. It's stupid. Whatever. Um, so I like, you know, arcades like that, but like a lot of guys that I've dated, they'll be like, what? That's for children, you know? And it's just like, okay, that's not going to work. Because we can't go play laser tag or, you know, just shit like that. Like, why the fuck are we here? You know, and, and then maybe because I, you know, have all brothers. But I just think it's just, you know, I don't like stuck up men. Um, I don't like men who care so much people think about their partner. Because I dated a couple guys and actually my insecurity played a lot in that. Dealing with men who like bigger women at the time and their friends knocking them and fuck their friends are with the bigger women now. So he's just stupid. He's still trying to get on. That was seven years ago. But, you know, so that type of shit. So you got to be secure. Insecurities in men, don't get me wrong, everybody has insecurities. But I think when it's so obvious, like, it's too much. Like, I mean, everybody's going to hurt you in some way, whether on purpose or not. But I think it's unattractive when it's too much. Um... Oh, I think I'm attracted to talking about money. <sighs> Men who talk about how much money they have will never fucking date me. Like, if you sit there and talk, like, I know guys come to me and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I make this much a year. I work here. You know, this I'm glad you brought it. What are you talking about? Oh, so everything you do in life revolves around your money. Oh, you know what it is? It's because you insecure for real. And the only thing you have is that job. So when you lose it, what else are you going to use for your confidence? Mm-hmm. Cause that shit ain't gonna get me. Your money ain't my money, bro. So, <laughs> so yeah. No, you know what I, I do find attractive. Why do some women and money? It's like, why does how much I pay on a date matter? It's like I be seeing someone like twenty. He can't afford to pay no twenty dollar date. Oh, I need to be going on two hundred dollar days. So I'm like, for what? This is the thing: two hundred dollars for a date, and that's what I'm saying. People be having these mindsets. Listen. There are men who are professional basketball players, and I'm sure of it. Going, I think I saw a meme before. It was like women be sitting here wanting like two, three hundred on of dates. Meanwhile, it's picture of Kim Kardashian, I think her and Kanye, at Wendy's, and uh, Steffi Curry and his wife, um, uh, Aisha Curry, um, with Chick Fil A. It's like y'all really be sitting here like it's the person. Like it's- the reason that I think the reason that people don't realize like you have to love the person. If a person knows you want them for what, don't get me wrong, love their ambition. But if they lose, I think people want, when I, if I lose every motherfucking thing I have, I need to know you're still rocking to me. And it's not based off my income. Hello. A lot of people don't, a lot of people don't have that. They have that temporary love, not unconditional. I mean, don't get me wrong, my love has condition too, but yeah. it's, it's not in that sense. Yeah. And other is, yeah. Yes, and that's what us men we be finding attractive. It's like I be seeing someone talking about some two hundred dollar dates. Ooh, child of ghetto. You know what I'm saying? This man, I'm like, you know what? What the fuck are you doing? Can you afford a two hundred dollar date? I do find attractive is how are you gonna be asking for this thousand dollar Birkin bag? I'm like, can you afford it? How are you asking for this? But can you afford that? Oh, you pushing a car, but can you afford the maintenance on that car? Can you afford all the other things that got to do with this car? You know what I'm saying? So I do that's that I do find attractive people living beyond their means. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if you do have it, you got to be wise with it. You know what I'm saying? Because you notice the rich people, they ain't going to flaunt it. You ain't going to know it. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not out here buying the expensive cars. So if they do, they're making money off that car. They're probably renting that car up to somebody, you know, so. Yeah, but even still, like, once your car leaves a lot, they depreciate, depending on what type of car it is that you're getting. Exactly. You know, it's type of car, like, it's pointless. Yeah, it's like, and a lot of things, they don't realize that they depreciate in value, you know what I'm saying? People don't realize that. And it's a lot of unattractive things. So people out there, to just do better, you know what I'm saying? Because... You never, you never, never know. And now, what are some petty ones you had over the years that you had to kind of correct yourself about? A petty ways for myself? No, petty, petty things you found unattractive. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Back when I was in college, I kind of found, like, 
women under a certain height um unattractive because I'm I'm a tall tall man so I'm like yeah I don't need somebody looking like my daughter but I am five six sir I'm gonna need you to come no, 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 hold on hold on your height would have been perfect <laughs> no I was more speaking of if you were like like four foot eleven or four foot six or something like that yeah no but it might be having big booties though no lie anyway so I think for me um I didn't used to be in like guys who were like shorter than me um or not my height I didn't used to be a lot of guys like that so I got over that um I was not into dark skin dudes all that much when I was younger I think I always been to I always been into them but I think because it was like it like it was with bigger women the same with darker guys I think I didn't date them because of that. Um, and now I really am not into licensing guys. I mean, they're cool, but I mean, <laughs> I think now that I'm having sex, just shock the guys. Just nah, anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, I see the guys no more. Uh, what else is petty? Oh, I think just, I don't know, just me being like, just annoying. Like if you didn't call me back at like 701, probably over. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't. I didn't really have any like petty like things I did. And like, I think that's more of a man's thing. To be real, women don't have like, um, oh, teeth, teeth, teeth. Yeah, teeth. Not even other us. Well, they ain't, they ain't yellow neither. Um, breath for sure. Well, no, that no, that should should still apply now. I don't think. I don't think that's it. I don't really have any real things that's crazy. I think I'll have to see them. I didn't use like really skinny guys, but for some reason. I date some of them now. They are right. <laughs> they're okay. I mean, you know, they can they take what they can take. So. <laughs> some are like that. Um, I think I've always been into bigger guys, but I think bigger guys were not into me when I was younger. Well, none of them really. Tr- oh, well, you know what? No, I guess it was that one I used to date. But other than that, no, that's it. Yeah, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. I think all women are into bigger teddy bear guys, just like. I don't know. Y'all just y'all just make us feel I feel like protected a little bit. So it's like, what are you smaller guys? Like you gotta debate, like, can he fight? If he got a gun. Like if he had a big dude, you can I don't know if you guys know this when you guys are with women, how other people view uh, deal with the women. Like I didn't notice until I had an ex and he's a bigger guy. And we're together and this guy like he's about to come talk to me. And as soon as he came, he got them damn bag of chips at that CVS and kept it moving. He just yeah. It's just a presence you guys have. Yeah, believe it or not, my sister felt that presence when I was around, you know what I'm saying? Because for some reason, when you're with sibling, they automatically assume y'all together. But yep. some dudes would size me up and then look at her and just keep it moving. I said, yeah, uh-huh. I'm good. I ain't fucking with this. <laughs> <laughs> and then some women would see her. I look at them, they'll see her, and they'll be sizing her up. I'm like, God damn, this this shit crazy. You know what I'm saying? You gotta go by yourself next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's what I'm learning. I had to go go by myself places. You know what I'm saying? So, what is some free game you want to give to the people? Um, it'd be about anything. Uh, free game. I feel like just like mind your fucking business this year, and like. Don't worry about a lot of people. Let whatever is not for you go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this year I let so many things go and I had to like really, you know, really, you know, let that shit go. Not like fake. Cause sometimes I let shit go and it's like temporary, but like I really had to remove it because, you know, you try, you try, you try, this doesn't work. So well, if you feel like something in your gut is not working or no matter what it is in any type of relationship, even if you can work on it, great, go to therapy. Biggest thing I did is see my biggest flex of this year is going to therapy. And it's helped me so much. Um, deal with your fucking dramas. I mean, traumas this year. <sighs> the ones you got last year from fucking 2020, bitch ass. So. Yes. Yeah, my free game to y'all is 2020 is over. Whatever you learn from, you learn from it. Quit talking about it. We we three days into 2021. Let's make 2021 great because you cannot make 2021 great just sitting there dwelling and bitching about 2020. It happened. You live. You ain't dead yet. You ain't dead from it. So get over it. Get the fuck yeah. over it, like he said. <laughs> so now, what can people get from listening to your podcast? 
Um, you can get real. Like I always say, it's going to be blunt, but it's going to be beautiful. Period. Every fucking thing is lit. It, I, whatever. Like Vic was, um, was on the show and it was about, it's foreplay of muscle or fuss. So definitely listen to that shit. And it was me and the spicy, another spicy young lady, Miss T. So it was nice. It's just like great conversations of what you normally would have and just banter. Yes, I'm gonna have to get Miss T on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Somebody else I'm gonna have to get on. Now, lastly, why should people subscribe to your podcast? Because I fucking said so. Said out so. <laughs> um, just because it's something I feel like you'll get something from it every day, you know, whether it's enlightening, whether it's some truth, whether it's some back, whether you have to face yourself in the mirror. Um, and it's channeling through myself as well. Like I'm on this self discovery journey of myself. So you just kind of see me grow and things like that. And I'm just bombing shit. The fuck? That's real. That's real. <laughs> That's real. You definitely are bomb. Erica, I want to thank you for coming on. Like I said, this was fun. You know what I'm saying? And also, if you want me to come back on, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You know, um, like I said, like I tell everybody to come on, you know, I might be in Florida, but I'm just a DM away. You know what I'm saying? Hello. If you want to make it happen, you let me know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you want to do this thing in person, you let me know. We'll make some, make some shit happen. You know what I'm saying? So I'll hold I, you to that. <laughs> I appreciate you for coming on. And I appreciate everybody for listening to Liquor Talk, the second episode of 2021, y'all. Go ahead and check it out. I definitely appreciate it, y'all. We're going to keep bringing more pressure, more episodes are coming. Be ready for it. Until next time, we out this thing. <laughs>